Hello everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Vino Volley. My name is Michael Wall and along with me is my very handsome heartthrob, oh, Ryan Rebecca. Pit of powder goes my heart. Hey, it's, it's, the, it's the month of love, baby, so it it's, is. it's going around. Let's, let's address the most important issue. Today's your birthday. It is. It is your cumpleaños. Feliz. 39 revolutions are on that big old ball of gas. Don't feel a day past 16. <laughs> Except when I hiccuped while putting my seatbelt on and thought I was paralyzed. <laughs> so, but other than that, mentally. Mentally. Right? Always. Still, yeah. As long as, you're, as long as you're mentally between the ages of like 16 to 22. Yeah. Think, think we're doing all right. Well, yeah. All in all, great day. Oh, yeah. Happy to be, you know, back in the recording studio with you. It's, I think it's a great way to, to cap off this this birthday celebration. So, enough about me. Yep. How are you? I'm well. Yeah. I'm well. Uh, already getting news. A little snow day tomorrow. That's what it's looking like. Getting uh, somewhere between 6 and 12 inches, which I wish I could make a joke about that, but uh, it's cold. Been in the pool. and uh so snow day so what better thing to do than record drink some wine have some laughs and then uh mercilessly throw snowballs at my children i've been told anything over six inches is just too much snow snow yes yeah Yeah, it's back-breaking work yeah other than that we you know as we kind of roll along there's always some housekeeping. I think this is the first time I don't have any, but apparently you have some that are because of me. I do, yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to that at one point uh, in a moment. Okay, I'm back on the sidelines, baby. Oh, had my indoor soccer coaching debut this past weekend. I thought you I thought you were only gonna because you couldn't commit. I thought you were gonna be just an assistant or. Oh yeah. Oh okay. I sat down more than I've ever sat down coaching soccer. And how'd that feel? Unsure. But right. it was good. It was good to have someone else kind of take the helm, see an aspect of someone else's coaching, get the boys together, get the touches in, and even though I probably wouldn't say it to his face often, my son played freaking lights out in net. Beautiful. He had a shutout. They call it a clean sheet. Clean sheet. Yeah. And then with five minutes left, his team was up five zero four zero. I'm like, hey, hey, and he's like, what? I'm like. Get him over here. He's like, what's happening? I'm like, you're going to run around and play the field. He's like, oh, I don't want to do that at all. I go, get out there. And what do you know? 30 seconds in, Bang Cross up. comes in, pokes one in, and he's just like happy oh, than I like shit. Yeah. But it was good. So he made some unbelievable saves, and he was he was really feeling it. But it was good to get back on the pitch. Yeah. Even if it's in like an assistant secondary coaching role, you know, I still. You need that. I still stepped up and, and, and let, you know, the coach voice out. Yeah. You know. Whistling, uh, whistling pocket? No. It was in my truck, yeah. Now, the guy, I will tell you, though, the referee for this game was the hottest shit in the world. He was, like, mid-60s, slick back hair. Dude came out of, like, a high-end BMW M5. So he's just, like, doing this for fun. Yeah, right. And he's, like, talking to us candidly on the sideline. He's like, oh, he's like, well, I don't know. That kid's going to work on his ball handling skills. He's like, he's like, well, you know what? That ball might have went out. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not making that much money, and uh, I'm going to miss that call. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. It was great. So it was great to be back on the pitch, coaching, yelling at my kid, yelling at a bunch of other people's kids. It's and great. uh Good 5-1 victory. So Nice. Yeah. I almost had to yell at some youths, not in a coaching arena, but just more in a, like, cut it out. There we were at the like the playground like right across the street. Bunch and, of degenerates. And this kid probably like Ryder's age. Okay. And he's got like his phone. And so I'm like watching the playground and I'm just like hearing like what am I hearing behind me? And he was just like hardcore rap. <laughs> <laughs> aggressive. Aggre- like aggressive for that. And like I get it, like he was probably doesn't have any idea of half the things he's saying. I hope not. But they Oh, he was saying it. He wasn't was like... just like he was had his phone and he was he was rapping along. Okay, and it was I was like, luckily it was only one song. He was one and done. I think he saw me like look back a couple times. Yeah, because I was gonna be like, man, like you got to stop. Like there's you know four year olds, five year olds, and they don't know what you're saying, but like yeah, they can't they can't hear that stuff. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was so. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of rapscallions. Yeah, oh yeah. The ballyhoo. Hey, you gotta set the tone. You gotta set. You the know, tone. And, and all walks of life. All right, whether it's athletic, social atmosphere. Yeah, you gotta set the tone. Oh, hundred percent. So speaking of setting the tone, we got Valentine's Day coming up. That's right. The most forced romantic day. And I set the tone very low. Yeah. <laughs> Jess and I are not big on like the the big to do, like, I maybe a card. Yeah. You know, flowers are, they're always marked up. So I usually don't, I don't yeah. get those either. Yeah. So. See, I like, I like doing like flowers on a whim. So like there I did yeah. Yeah. flowers yeah. like a week and a half, two weeks ago. I was like a couple, couple bouquets here yeah. and there. Jess loves that too. Yeah. I don't do that though. Yeah. <laughs> I really should though, because she always loves having flowers and that's a, yeah, it's an easy one, but yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, the, the, as you put it last episode, the Hallmark holiday. Yes. Is upon us. Yeah. Um, but you know, the kids give the little Valentine's that, you know, things to their classmates and then they get all jacked up on, on, on sugar. And, uh, how do you feel actually, as we're talking about that, how do you feel about the, uh, stereotypical, uh, Valentine's day candy, the little, the little candy hearts in or out on them? Like the I ones mean, that have like little, little yeah. messages. Not uh, as like, I've always been like kind of in on them. I want them to be like over the top and raunchy though. But I mean, you're not going to give the like message, a message. Just like eating one. them. Oh, not to waste time. It's oh, like Smarties. Like, what are we? What are we doing here? I like Smarties. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Teach their own. But like, yeah. now as a big market tease. Big market tease. The following episode is also going to deal with some aspect of romance, but it might be not the one that you know, mm. not the good stuff. So oh. we'll, we'll we'll get into that okay. a little later. But all right, just you know, we want our listeners to have that that brain going and just be like, what is going on? Yeah, we'll so. sell you the whole seat. You're only going to need the edge. That's that might right. be copyright infringement. Uh, Mike, we don't have a Michael Wall honesty hour. We don't. This episode. But I noticed upon reviewing of our last episode, you used the phrase done and dusted a few times. Is, which, that, is that not the correct? Oh, no, it is. Oh. I, which I, I appreciated. It's super appropriate. I love the phrase. Don't look it up on the internet, though. Did you I, go to Urban Dictionary? Well, no, you just because I, you know, you, you you think of done and dusted. I'm pretty sure you, you just go down the rabbit hole of like gilf, like au pair porn. What? Yeah. What? What? That is not what I thought it was like. Had like no. I'm totally. Race... Ju- I'm totally just kidding. I oh, just, oh, yeah. Okay. But it's just like every time you say it, I'd be like, like done and dusted is just like I don't know some old grandma getting. That's a you problem. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I thought it, was... it had like racial undertones. No, no, no. no it's done your... Either way, I just gave someone a great idea for a uh, film. That's good. I mean, that's a documentary. Be, if that's going to be up on Urban Dictionary later of what a done and dusted is. Yep. So there you go. You fucking weirdo. You're contributing to pop popular. You know, culture. like as you know, when you get married for better or for worse, this is the same thing. <laughs> what we have here, <laughs> and that that dark kind of going back to the you know. Making sure you had to say consensual, consensual sex yeah. with your your partner. Yeah, it's it's on that just goes. That's in the same like just weird Rebecca bucket. Listen, it's it's a month of romance. I haven't started drinking yet, but things might get a little saucy. We're gonna get there, and before we get there, though, yep. I hope everyone took a look at our social media page again. Vino Volley eighty five. We have official stemware, my friend. Oh, we do. Courtesy of beautiful gift from my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, Justin Melissa. So we will, you know, for this episode and future episodes, be drinking out of official Vino Volley wine glasses. Very excited to hear the tingy on that. Yeah, as, see what the acoustics yeah, are. Yeah, we gotta, we got to really nail that. Hopefully, obviously not break them. Honestly, I'm so excited to drink this wine. It, I mean... Like, the, the, the bill of sale that I was given. yeah. I've been I've been itching. I was telling my coworkers about it. Now again, we've we've been in this situation before, so we're just. I'm telling you, I'm waiting to be threatened by this wine. I'm oh, waiting yeah, to have I'm wine. waiting to have that scared look as I look across the table <laughs> and my lip is just trembling because it's so impressive, but also so threatening, so so scary. What 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 would be threatening? So non-threatening is just like I'm assuming is. Easy drinking. Yeah. It's light. Yeah, everyone likes it. You know, my so favorite like, phrase, like, user-friendly. Yeah. So we're talking, like, something bold that, like, you know, have, like, two or three glasses. You can get yourself into trouble. Like, that kind of Yeah, like, I want to have the same expression on my face as when I, like, eat something so good that it looks like it. my face makes, like, an awful 
It's like scrunchy right. face or like when... So we're looking for threatening. Or like when someone plays bass and they just scrunch their face up like they're like holding in a fart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like alarming and concerning. You're just like, ooh. So ooh. we're looking for the we're looking for the bad boy. Yeah. Like yeah. the, uh, like the yeah. danger, like riding in on a Harley. Like, yeah, take me out of school. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Try to fix you. <laughs> Never works out. No. All right. So, well... We're almost there. Okay. So to all our vino volleyers out there, it is time to pop those corks, indulge in a healthy pour, and dive stud showing into today's episode. Now, we alluded to it. Again, today's episode is focusing all on the romance of soccer. And to that, we, we kind of had a twofold, a little bit of change in the second part of the episode. But the first part is going to be talking about what we find romantic about the game itself. It could be aspects of the sport. Uh, we could talk about moments that we romanticize about things that just stay with you that give you I'm I literally I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about okay. moments and and then people that were romantic for as in just they've they've provided us great happiness mm-hmm. and joy and for that we just we love them. Yes. So that is going to be the main focus. And to that the second part is gonna be our first ever we feel in the, in the month of love, I don't think we really can talk about who we're going to punch in the face. So this is actually going to be most kissable face. All right. So as it is the month of love, we thought what type of wines would really, you know, an Italian wines, right? It's, it's, a, it's a romance language. Obviously, there's so many romantic portions of Italy. Places. Places. People, the language. I People. wish I had a mandolin say, right now. I mean, I went to Amalfi for my honeymoon. They might be romantic to other Italians. Yeah, they were a little standoffish <laughs> to to a, you know a redhead. I'm just gonna say I felt more at at home with with the Irish people. They yeah. were they were very <laughs> embracing. Oh, so you mean, the, you mean the blazing hot 90 degree Amalfi sun didn't correct wasn't wasn't welcoming to you? No, neither were they. They looked at me as I was an outsider, but it was you didn't have to. So anyway, that's funny. I get nods from everybody walking down yeah, the street. Yeah, no shit, dude. They probably think you were born there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> but w- with my wife, Alas. we had a very romantic time, <laughs> typically by ourselves. So, that's where we're in it, okay? Uh, and, yeah. I don't know. We're really angry there. Yeah. But we're excited for the wine. Deep seated so, hatred. Uh, Raga, why don't you read a little okay. bit about the wine, and then we'll get into it. All right, today we are drinking the Corte alla Flora Rosso Toscano, IGT. It is a Tuscan red blend. I am on their website. That's, that's where I can get the most accurate uh, tasting notes and flavor profile. So this is, like I said, red blend, 50% Cab Sav, as they say it in the uh, biz. Merlot, 30%, and a uh, Syrah, 20%. Uh, but... Grown in the Tuscan region of Italy. It is 12 months age in Allier Barriques, uh, followed by 12 months in the bottle. So, we are expecting a deep ruby red color. And the tasting arrangement is, This great red is a sublime mix between modern style of concentration, softness, and traditional elegance. Ruby red color, elegant and intense fragrance with hints of berry, spices, and vanilla. And the flavor, high structure and excellent balance between alcohol and acidity. Like that. Mm. Uh, The tannins are delicately present. Let the wine breathe one hour prior to serving. Goes with roast, red meat, and game. We're only talking about one game tonight, am I right? And that's a game of soccer. (laughs) We did not (laughs) let it... Go one hour. I used, again, you know our method. I used an aerator. We poured it about five, actually 15 minutes ago. So it's been sitting for 15, 20 minutes. So we're going to, we're going to, I mean, by the end of the episode, it will have been open an hour. So we'll see if it changes, but. We stick with our method. That's right. And like I said, last episode, bought this at the Vin Bin, which is like a smaller, especially wine store in the Massachusetts area, Central Mass. I walked in. I was looking for a certain Italian bottle. They didn't have it. And the guy said, this is the best bang for your buck. It usually hovers around like $44, $45 a bottle. He's like, I got it on sale. I think I paid twenty two ninety nine for this. All right. So this will be 
again, full retail. This is going to be the most expensive bottle we have drank. Very excited to see where we land. Yep. Average price from Vivino is $34.45. Whoever okay. would pay 45 cents. It's ridiculous. But we're dealing with an average yeah. and numbers. All right. Shall we? Yeah, let's, we shall. Different acoustics. It's a, it's a, it's a thick glass. Well, it, it had to be for them to be able to engrave oh, the... Yeah. Oh, those legs are going to take us for a little, for a little journey. That is... Blackberry on the nose. Yeah, I'm liking, I'm liking what I'm seeing. I'm liking what I'm smelling. The color is amazing. The legs are thick. Yeah, she's thick. She's thick. We're going yeah. at least two, maybe three C's. What else? Am I? I'm getting something else. I want to. Say... I got the blackberry, a little bit of cherry. I want to say licorice. All right, I'm diving in. Yeah, get in there. That's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, that is good. I'm still. If you got, if you got initial thoughts or notes, go for it. I need, I need to go in for a second, second. Uh, initial first taste. Re- like really, really good. Really good mouthfeel. And they mentioned the the balance between uh, alcohol and acidity, like nailing it. And then I put my glass down, and it is like legs for days. Yeah, I am looking for again. I've kind of pumped the the, the tires on this one. I hope I didn't, you know, didn't steer us wrong here. But I'm thinking that this might this might really end up high score territory. Definitely. I mean, especially since we're you know, we could probably give this another 40 minutes and see where it changes, but definitely strong berry flavor. What was it as far as like the notes as for being dry? 14% alcohol content. Didn't I mention that before? It is. I mean, again, I think it needs, right now, it needs a little time to open up. It is, I mean, I can taste, like it's you a know, strong. You know what you were picking up? What? Cloves. Oh, all right. Yep. Berries, cloves on the nose. Long-lasting finish. It's just like a couple of reviews people put on there. But like definitely get cherry. Uh, you get the like the raspberry, the blackberry. And I think definitely the cloves, now that I've seen it, I, I definitely second that, that motion. But yeah, the legs on this thing are stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited to see how it opens up. Like I want beef. I mean, it's, I need, it's I need like a stew. This is, I mean, this would even this would even hold up really well to like carbonara. Like I could mess with this with the carbonara as well. Oh yeah, I'll say. So, I mean, it's da- like daddy likey. Looking at Vivino, it's like if you took like the meter and just jammed it all the way to the left, like it's it's dry. It yeah. is the driest wine. So this should do well for your uh, sinus condition. You just. Completely. My, I'm surprised. Like I sound the way I do because I'm pretty sure my my gums are just jammed up against my upper lip. Like I feel like if you ever see me myself and Irene when yeah. he like takes the medication, gives you terrible cut mouth. He's just like you look at him, it's just teeth. It's like gums are just yeah. sucked up. And uh, but oh, I think man. it from a flavor profile, it's 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 scratching where I itch. For, yeah, for, you know, so yeah, right away. It's a really hot start. I'm excited to see if it if it changes and we get get more of the salty of those those other notes, mm-hmm. or if it you know as it is a higher alcohol content, you can you can taste a little bit of just like it's not like booziness because I feel like that gives it just like, but it's just you you feel it when it's going down. It's yeah, not, you're, you're, it's not just like like pure velvet. Like you you know you're drinking something yeah, that it's not a shy wine. Yes, it's exactly. a. I don't want to say that it's threatening yet, but I'll tell you what it is threatening. High score territory. Can't wait to see where this opens up. Yeah. What adventure it takes us on. And to that, shall we dive in? Let's, please. So, before we get into our talking points of what what we're romantic about, and I, I have a few, we actually had some write-ins, which I'm very excited about. Oh, hell about. yeah. Yeah. So, I want to, I want to read those out. Hopefully I don't botch them too bad. As as we know, I, I, I can't read very well. <laughs> so the first one is from Samantha. And Samantha titled it, titled it Love You, Ari, which I thought was a, a clever... Ooh, yeah, look at yeah, that. Right? So I'm going to jam this up to like 
damn near glaucoma like oh my god oh my god so i can read it easily and give samantha her due hi guys long time listener first time emailer my sister emily is one of ryan's colleagues and she told me about your podcast as i am a lover of soccer especially english soccer of all levels i've listened from the beginning first i would like to ask how oh right i forgot about this part yeah First, I would like to ask how you are doing after hearing of Klopp's upcoming departure. Um, we'll, we know. Emotionally fragile, uh, but it, physically available? <laughs> Short answer. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this at length at, at some other time. Short answer. It was an absolute gut shot. Yeah. Felt like honestly like losing a parent. And I had so many people text me. Like literally, like a, like like a someone, someone had died. Yeah. So it it definitely it it hurt, but watching his his kind of like farewell, not farewell speech, but like announcement. I accept it. I love the man, mm-hmm. and I think he does. He needs he needs his rest. So yeah, yeah. we're not going to dwell on it. One of us is going to start crying. Yeah, and I'm probably going to cry at some point in today's episode. So continue. Yeah. Okay. So. I, for one, was shocked, and I'm really sad about it, but commend him for his honesty. He is the best. Indeed. He really is the best. In terms of my love for soccer, it began as a five-year-old and has flourished ever since. As a woman, some of my most favorite memories revolve around the women's national team. Of course, the 99ers and being blessed to have gone to a game during the pivotal World Cup as a 14-year-old girl was huge. My other favorite memory was at... Abby Wambach's literal last-second header against Brazil in the quarterfinals of the 2011 World Cup. A lot of great memories there. Mm. Just freaking amazing. I'm so happy to see women's soccer grow and people respect women for the amazing athletes they are. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention a Premier League memory. And as much as I really dislike them, the Manchester City Aguero last-second goal at the end of the 2011-2012 season to win the league was amazing and thrilling. Fuck Man City. <laughs> Sorry this was a long one, and obviously, no apologies. No we apologies. love it. We hope this is not the last time. I mean, you talk about your love of soccer. Yeah. There's got to be some animosity in there, so let's bring it out. Yeah, and maybe, it out. maybe you know, for the, the next, in the month of March, the most punchable face. But anyway, it goes on. I could go on and on about my love of soccer. Thank you for your hard work and for making me laugh while listening about my favorite sport and league. Now she has to try some wine. Well... We've given you at least eight and going to be nine recommendations, so good place to start. 100%. So thank you very much. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, thank you, and we hope this isn't the last time we hear from you. Yeah. All right. Next up is Juan. Hi, Juan. Hi, Juan. Juan writes, hey, guys, first time writing in. My name is Juan, and I'm really loving the pod. One of the moments I really loved was when I got the opportunity to go watch a Colombian national team play and hearing the whole stadium sing the national anthem, which brought tears to my eyes. I also want to give a big shout out to all my coaches that really pushed me and made me love the sport more. Thank you, Ryan. That's me. Yeah, I'm that's him. him. And finally, I'd like to say all the training sessions with my dad and my older brother who got me into the sports and made me love it even more. I just I got, a little, I got a little tingle there. That was, yeah. that was nice. Well, thank you, Juan. So those are our two write-ins for the love of soccer. We do have one write-in later for a kissable face, so we will okay. circle back to that. But Excellent. now I think it's time for us to express our love of soccer. I broke it down into three sections. Okay. Uh, do you have – would you like to share first? Maybe we can – I did it kind of like two different ways. I did th- things and people who love in soccer. And then... I don't know if I understand what you just yeah, said. Yeah, neither there. do I. Okay. And then I have why I myself love the game. All right. So I came up first with like a, a short list of like the best relationships in soccer. And I'd be remiss if I didn't start with, of course, the ultimate soccer power couple. That, of course, being David and... Posh Spice. I feel like he's also going to be your most kissable face. He's not. Oh, okay. He is not. I mean, I would love them both to give me a kiss on either cheek. You know, I think that'd be great. I'd love that. But no, just like what he meant to you for the country, for the game, being the first like 
almost international soccer superstar kind of like playboy and like that whole lifestyle i feel like almost every professional footballer has now where it's like you you know you drive the fastest cars you're dating supermodels you're doing like the rock star lifestyle like he made soccer players rock stars like don't get me wrong maradona was like the biggest thing at the time for soccer. Yeah, just absolutely um, just ripping lines of coke off. Like, and that was my second best relationship. <laughs> that was uh, Maradona, cocaine, and like large-breasted hookers. <laughs> just, <laughs> for, a, for a man who was very short of stature, like he must have had enough friggin' China White going through his veins to just run through like, I don't know, 20 sheets of drywall. Oh my God. But I mean, hey, the dude... The dude could play. He, uh... Cat could ball. Cat right. could ball. And watching him, like, in the stands, like, if you do, like, uh, Maradona highlights, like, while he's watching games, just, like, the pure passion. Just so animated, such a character. But, I mean, dude loves uppers and, like, ladies of the night. He just climb all up over the big women. What else? Other very uh, well-known relationships in soccer, Jurgen Klopp. And his wife, Ula. Ula. Just like, it's so sweet. Like the yeah. way he like dotes over her. Yeah. And apparently she's very well known for writing children's books. Oh. That's like her, she's like a published children's book author. And I just feel like that's like the sweetest thing in the world. That is sweet. Yeah. Like just like a nice. It's wholesome. Makes me feel good. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to juxtapose that with Zinedine Zidane and his love for the solar plexus. And if you don't know what the solar plexus is, that's the sternum, also known as the chest plate. Because man has he tried to drive his forehead. Prolific careers, and to people who don't love the game, will forever just be remembered for absolutely jamming his dome into. Was it Chile? No, uh, Italy. Yeah, they're playing Italy. I'm just trying to remember the player. Oh yeah, it's just chest plate. It's one of those things where, like, if you go back and watch it, it's. Not to the quite the extent of like an MMA knockout, but yeah. it's just so jarring and alarming that it happened. You're like, oh. I mean, that does remind me of like one of the Family Guy episodes. It's like, oh, that's like getting a birthday card from Zinedine Zidane, <laughs> and like they knocks on the door and like the his like grandmother and he like, headbutts yeah. her and goes, "Bien and throws the cake on her. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that was um, just a couple. Like right. soccer relationships that I think are very important, and you could also go back and do the uh, more local to here, the Nomar Garcia Para and Mia Ham. Mia Ham, yeah, I mean what she a... was, she was the biggest you. thing yeah. since sliced ham. Good one, as it pertains, like she put women's U.S. soccer on the map. Agreed, fact, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and then you know to to fall in love with one of the most Noma. celebrated Noma. baseball players of our lifetime, even though he didn't really have an illustrious and or long career here, but he was just like the poster child for Boston Red Sox, Red Sox yeah. baseball. So those are my relationships within soccer that I wanted to highlight. So, I can, I'll circle back to mine. You go now. So I have it broken down. So as I kind of, the whole synopsis of our discussion was... <clears throat> Things about the game that we're romantic about, moments in the game that we're romantic about, and people. So I'll start with aspects of the game that I just I just absolutely love. The nature of the game is is I has number one, right? Mm-hmm. It's forty five minutes of just pure athleticism. It's uninterrupted. You, you know, as a player, you're you're out there, right? There's 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 not there's no stoppage. I mean, besides like an injury or whatever, like so. You know, there's no one like mic'd up in a helmet to give you, you know, instructions. Like, you it's, put a game plan yeah. out there, you have to execute, and your coach can probably yell like tra- transitional mm-hmm. things, but like, it's on you to execute and be able to see what's going on. Like, for 45 minutes, you've got to either thrive or survive yeah. until it's, the halftime, and then you f- you figure it out and hope that that coach hasn't anticipated these counterpoints that you're going to make, mm-hmm. and then you got to do it for another 45 minutes again. I watched. The Chelsea game today, I was I was hoping that their their slide was going to continue. They pulled it back. A good win against Crystal Palace. Connor Gallagher ran a 13k today. Damn. Yeah, he was surprised himself, but just like that's and from a spectator, yeah, 
I love it because you're just you're in it, right? It's there's raw, no it's raw and li- as live as live could be. Right. You just there's there's no breaks, there's no commercials, there's no TV timeouts. So one, it's you just get your the best bang for your buck. I know we've said it a million times, but also it's like you're in and you're out. Mm-hmm. No, we ha- we're in a beautiful position that we're you know what five six hours behind. Mm-hmm. So the games are on like first thing in the morning. So I wait, you know, wake up, you have a cup of coffee, you watch yeah. the game. Hopefully your team wins and you, you go on with the rest of your day. Yeah, or you absolutely, you know. Or it just, or yeah, you, yeah. I mean, or you want to avoid your family or your family right, exactly. wants to avoid you. So and... just the, the game itself. Um, Spend time just looking out into the forest behind your house. Yeah. Uh, or that... smashing, as I did once, is Liverpool lost once and we had this like massive tree stump, but it was dead and. I didn't say anything. I literally just got up, walked outside. Daddy, Daddy's fine. Daddy's and fine. Uh, Jess was like, what did you do? And I was like, oh. I was like, I just absolutely demolished. I was like, it wasn't even an axe. I took a sledgehammer and just beat the shit out of this like to a pulp. Like literally till it's just Literal like pulp. sawdust. Yeah. And she's just like looks out the window. And she's like, all right. She's never been more scared or turned on. <laughs> uh, that was one of my things I mentioned as well as the overall product. In and out, two to two and a half yep. hours. You know, advertisements, yeah, they're on the jersey. They're on the side of the stands. But, like, they don't encroach. You get your commercials in when you get your commercials in. Yep. And it's just so good. Yep. I have the World Cup. I think it's, you know, they showed, like, how many million watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Billions oh, of yeah. people watch the World Cup. And yeah. there's just, there's nothing more... Just celebrating your country in an athletic event. Obviously, like, you know, like the Olympics is everybody tunes into the Olympics. So to have that solely for soccer is just amazing. You know, you don't have that for any other like the major sports. It's and as much as I love Liverpool, and we talk about it like if I had the choice between Liverpool winning every trophy Mm. or USA winning the World Cup, I'm going to take USA winning the World Cup because it just Again, like I'm gonna be just tingling all yeah. this whole episode. Like anytime I say something, like just, just, uh, the you should be greased down. Yeah. Just well, I'll say the increasing amount of hairs on my on, the, on my shoulders and back keep as I get older, just keep perking up. I'm just gonna look like a, a porcupine by the end of this. So the World Cup, and then the other one, which I'm gonna mention briefly because you know I think we might uh, talk about it in later episodes, but. The fact that there is no playoffs, yeah, that the season is what it is. Mm-hmm. The thing I love about it, which I think you know, a lot of people who are, are fans of football, are fans of baseball, they don't understand it. Like, what do you mean? How can you not have playoffs? And the reason I love it so much is because simply means there is no tomorrow. Right. You and we've seen it. I mean, we've been. I don't think. I mean, Liverpool's obviously been on the receiving end of it in the club. Guardiola era mm-hmm. that if you are not absolutely perfect, yeah, you just you're you're just gonna miss out. Yeah. It's every game is an is a must yeah. win. Zero Be- room for error. zero room for error. So that's what I just love about. It. I mean, it's it's obviously probably the most frustrating. You would love you know to have that second chance to to hit that that pinnacle, mm-hmm. but it's also what I love about it is the fact that like you have to bring it and do so with all these cup games, these international breaks, the extensive injuries that we went through. It's just, it's awesome. Yeah. It, it's, it's what, I think it's what makes the, it so good. And then uh, we'll obviously, this is definitely going to be a future episode. Mm-hmm. I think one, we're actually going to try and do a two bottler. So that will be the one you will sleep over. <laughs> Relegation. All the, the best. Beauty and, the I had beauty, that down too. The love. It's just, I mean, I, I guess I don't. I mean, if it was my team, I wouldn't love it. But it's just like from a, a sporting perspective, just the fact that like, hey, you two are the worst. Yeah, you're, you're gone. Good enough. Yeah, yeah, you're gone. Like imagine if the NFL, the worst three teams yep. went to the XFL. Yeah. And then, you know, like these smaller stadiums now, like they get this influx of cash. Like it's just, it's. It helps build rivalries. It helps build the product too and keeps it. From getting stale. Granted, like you look at the Premier League, it's usually the same teams on top. But you get a team come in, and you're like, you know what? Like I've got my team, but like I can like 
secondarily hitch my wagon to those guys. Like, I like their style. I like yeah. a couple players. Like, they just came up. Like, they're playing as hard as they can given what they are. And you hope, like, yeah, you know, they stay up. And you, it, it's a good underdog story. Yeah. And so that kind of, when you said, like, you know, you, you kind of can hitch your hitch a ride with these other teams, that brings me now to, like, the second, which is Moments. Okay. Target that I love. And the first one I had is Leicester. Leicester winning the league. Come, like, the Leicester story is, is awesome. I love Claudio Ranieri. Uh, Jamie Vardy was like that that asshole that like you just loved. Like that team was was great. And you know, five thousand to one odds. And, you know, against all odds, mm-hmm. doing what they did, I think was it just shows like it's just a it's a beautiful it's a it's such you, a you still get a play. It's such a romantic you moment. You don't and, win it on paper. Right, exactly. So one that I always love, and again it you know, the the game ended two two but the build-up, the the announcers, the Jermaine Jones goal against Portugal, where that you just hear the guy scream his last name and just absolutely rips a piss missile into the top corner. Yeah. Again, obviously, the game ended two-two. You know, but that was just it's it's a moment I'll always be romantic about. I remember we were down in Hilton Head. We were celebrating my parents' anniversary. So. Do you have any, by the way, before I just keep... Uh, no, because your next one was on my list as well. Oh, the Allison goal against West Brom. Now, again, that wasn't it wasn't a goal to win the league or anything, but it was Liverpool needed to win their last, like, five games. Mm-hmm. And this was a game they're, you know, they're tied. It's in stoppage time. Allison's running up. You hear the announcers being like, oh, this never works. And but then, he had... Yes. A week ago, just lost his father. He had previous lost, two. Yes, drowning is. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so that like that moment, the moment afterwards. So you know, scoring players absolutely just mauling him, Klopp embracing him. That's just what's not to be romantic about. Like it was. He, I think he like actually started crying. Like he was yeah. so emotional. Because yeah, I was crying in my front yard. I was listening to the game on my phone because I was like outside doing yard work or washing my truck or something and I just had it on my phone. And I remember like stopping everything, running around my front yard and then just like openly weeping. And then again, watching the highlights, just like, oh God. God." But that's just me. It's been well established. I'm a massive softie. Yeah. And so we're going to follow up this beautiful romantic moment with (laughs) Uh, Pulisic basically scoring a goal with his dick yeah. in, in the World Cup. I did it's a big that was swinging American dude. Yeah, that 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 is just. I mean, again, anytime you know you, the USA is in, is in the World Cup, and you know they it was a big goal, huge goal, and to just I mean, literally, he th- he put put it all on the line. Like there's nothing more vulnerable than the family jewels, and he used it to just yeah hump it into submission. <laughs> so that that is mine. And then uh, I'll I'll circle back to this one, but as a, a beautiful moment of sportsmanship, um, Salman Rondon, there was a, was a when he was playing for I think it was West Brom, uh, DeAndre Yedlin was playing for Sunderland at the time. It might have been basically Yedlin goes up to head a ball, and Rondon doesn't see him. He's backtracking, so Yedlin basically catches him on his shoulder mid air, and mm-hmm. is just gonna like absolutely i mean could have literally could have broken his neck yeah rondon i mean he's the opposing player <clears throat> literally catches him and cradles him to the ground to like save yeah. him from injury didn't have to do it and i say that because fucking dickhead harry kane to drop <laughs> to draw fouls yeah will literally look at a player see that he's gonna jump and throw his body into it and fall to the ground yeah fuck harry kane yeah be more like be more like rondon anyway yeah. And so lastly, as far as moments, there are several, but Divock Origi, I know we, we always differed, but we did. The man, you cannot deny that the man has some of the most memorable goals. He definitely has a horseshoe up his ass, or had a horseshoe up his ass, because like, dude came on and like made plays. But one, the Everton goal, again, not, and good old T-Rex arms, Pickford, fumbling that, and should have just put it, put it right out of bounds capitalized on that Newcastle header again these were all goals that that was the difference between one point and three points and kept us in the title hunt 
And then obviously the goals against Barcelona at Anfield that propelled us to the Champions League final. And then obviously the the ceiling goal in the Champions League final as well as, as Tottenham to put the put the game to bed. So yeah, yeah Origi, I mean, I have absolutely uh I don't know what it is, but like there's certain players that I just want to be great. I mean, Ox, Minamino, yeah, you, Origi. Big, big Ox guy. Uh, you big, uh, big Ox guy. But yeah, he was on Olana. the cover. He was on the cover of FIFA. Really? There was one year. I think it was him. Was he uh, when he was on Arsenal or was he? Little yeah, player? it was. Yeah, I think it was on. It was like, oh, God damn it! I, I mean, I could look it up. I have a pocket computer, but like. There was three people on the cover. I want you to guess, and then you'll be on the Honesty Hour when you get it wrong. Nah, yeah. Like your Disney It was years. like one like main, already established star, and then it might have been like, because Conte had his own cover, I think. Or it might have been Conte, Ox, and then someone in the middle. Well, if it was Conte, he would have been, it would have been Ox at Liverpool at that point. But yeah, no, I was a sucker for those. And I, ha- I have a, I mean, I have a Lana jersey, which I still love. Just... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But anyway, so a couple others. And? Is it just one that's like only in the UK? No, FIFA 13. FIFA 13? Oh, so now he's on, then it's not Conte. No, it's. It's it's Ox. On Arsenal. Joe Hart, and in the middle, Lionel Messi. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So. Moments again, winning the Champions League, winning the Premier League. Although the Premier League, you know, was the first one in 30 years. It just you talk about what you're romantic about in soccer. It's Fortress Anfield, it's the fans. And that was a year during COVID, they won it, and you couldn't do a couldn't do a uh, parade, a parade, yeah. They won it in a stadium with no one. They were celebrating, you know, like, again, it was great. It was, and I'm sure they were psyched, but it just, like. It took a little bit of the luster of the moment out. Yeah. Yeah. And just for how long it had taken them, it just, that, that one hurt a little bit. And then people that I love, as we know, Jurgen Klopp, there's nothing I want more in this world than just a embrace from that man. Maybe he can sniff the top of my head. I don't know. And then I mentioned them, but players. And most of these are ones that I just wanted them to do so well. So Minamino is one of them. I I saw that him at see the Leipzig or I think it was Leipzig was it, was it or, or Salzburg or Salzburg. It was one of the Red Bull teams because I know it's the same team that Holland was on at the time. And I thought this guy had this kid had it, and you you always saw moments of it, but not consistent enough. Lalana, another one, just a great two footed <laughs> player, but man. It's made of glass. Yeah. And you still have your little on jersey. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, I was the toxic, say, there's no way to- you're getting rid of that. Toxic green one? No way. Uh, Ox. I have an Ox jersey too. I have a Lana yeah. and an Ox jersey. The only <laughs> one I don't have is a Minamino jersey. But Ox, I mean, I thought when he played central midfield, was healthy, driving through the, you know, he was he was unstoppable and had just an absolute leg. Piss missile. And again, just kind of hampered by injuries and just was never the same after that ride do you have any others you care to add uh i didn't necessarily have people i had more uh events and things i love associated with the game you know you touched upon it the idea of the passion for both club and country how it brings people together especially in you know it's like that with any country's league all right in england fans hate other fans you know that's why they make hooligan movies right and the idea that like you know, oh, they despise that team. Like, fuck those guys. And then once the World Cup comes around, everyone's like singing Kumbaya and it's like, you know, up the Lions and, and you know. Yeah. So I think that is unique sport-wise. That's off the top of my head. That's the only sport I can think of where that happens. You know, like in baseball, they have like the World Baseball Championship, but it's just not as prevalent uh, or powerful as the World Cup. Two last things I have here is the build of play. And people who are on the outside of soccer a good one. don't understand, you know, the nuances of the game. Right. Right? And they look at it, it's like, ah, oh, these guys are flopping around or oh what happened? You know, the game's only one nothing or tie tie you know, zero zero tie. Like how much fun is that? It's like, but to see the build up, to see the play develop, 
right? And to see a triangles, team baby, firing on all cylinders, and I'm sitting on my couch, just like flicking my man bean, waiting for them to friggin' make a cross or put up goal in, and it's like the suspense. It's like the athletic foreplay of like watching plays develop, and you're like, oh, 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 oh. and then like, and then yeah, and then just the overall <laughs> yeah. celebration. Like I yelled so loud this past weekend, I can't remember what goal it was um, during the Liverpool game, but my wife was just like, "What is wrong? like? It's everything's fine." I'm like, but like it's it is fine. Well, you don't like They're winning, yes. But like, so I'm gonna go with the Diaz goal. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it's just like there aren't a lot of goals. There's more now than there probably ever has been. Or at least like the numbers are probably up. It's just the anticipation for success and watching plays develop because you know that goals are so few and far between, and it takes such incredible athletic and team talent to pull it all together. Yeah. The second thing is the scoring of the goal. I know I kind of mentioned that, but I'm going to. This is where this is where I might get a little little emotional. I've obviously been coaching for a while. Seeing the not only the success of kids that you coach as a coach for the game, knowing what goes into it, knowing how hard these kids try, and seeing them succeed, winning games, scoring goals, like it really does mean a lot as a coach and a fan of the game. Like watching them succeed in the sport. Personally, like Watching both my boys score their first goal, granted it was like four on four kick around kindergarten. Like, thank God the sun was out that day and I had sunglasses on because, like, I'm pretty sure when it's pollen, yeah, so when Ryder scored his first goal, I was like choking back. I was just like, oh, oh god. And even like Dean, like, second time, even the second time around, like, it still means so much for them to like be successful and score a goal and to see like the pure and utter joy. And even this past weekend, you know, my son's been on the, he's plays keeper. So he's so used to like keeping the the ball out of the net to have him get back and like score a goal. And it's still like the smile on his face and just the teammates supporting everybody else and being happy for your teammate for scoring a goal. Like it's such a genuine, pure, enjoyable moment that like I love so much. About about the game. This is an audio medium, so no one else can see that Ryan's eyes are watering up. Yeah, a little, just little bit. Just a tad bit. A little bit. Meanwhile, I'm on the opposite <laughs> end of that, where this uh, morning when I was taking Eleanor to school, Jess had her hair up in a bun, and she said, oh, she wanted her hair up like Belle. And I was like, oh, but, you know, sweetie, that's a, that's a Darwin bun or a Virgil bun. And she goes, not Virgil Van Dyke, not Darwin, Belle. I was just like, what? why do you say mean things to hurt your father? <laughs> so... We're hoping that L turns around. She says she does want to, you know, kick the ball around. She would love to kick the ball around with her teammates. She doesn't want to play against another team, which I don't think she really kind of realizes how the game works. But anyway, yeah, I digress. So, yeah, a lot to love about the game. Yeah. And, yeah, it just... Brings us all together. It just, I mean... Even through hatred, it brings people together. Yeah. And you gotta, at the end of the day... Even you might despise a player or a team, but there still is. I mean, the I'll watch. I'll watch games that I've got no skin in, and like, there's moments where you just like, God damn, like all the feels, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. They go into the crowd. The crowd like rushes the play. It's oh, see, that's where I lose it. There's... And then if they show like their father, like their parents, oh yeah, I'm just like, oh my uh, god, they oh, love the kids so much. When uh, Lucho's, oh, Lucho's dad was in the stands after he oh, had been kidnapped. Anyway, let's not. Right. We'll oh yeah, no, I it. can't. So, I can't, hey, I can't do that. You know, love it. Uh, it's the game we love. Uh, it's the reason we do this. But let's talk about. Let's talk about this Vino. Yeah, let's. Uh, 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 it's awesome. It's great. It, it really is really is. good. I've noticed as I've been drinking, and I was like, I don't know if you again audio medium. I'm sure Mike noticed me making like a perplexed look at the glass as I'm as I'm just like putting it down, having to think, looking at it, having to think. I'm getting red apple as well. Like a red delicious? Like a red delicious. Like I can't I'm getting... tell you the last time I've had a red delicious, no, so I don't either. know if I would like Because it's not a green apple. It's not a crisp green apple, but it definitely has like a red apple taste. So at least that's what I'm getting. Interesting. It's It stayed true. I am getting a little bit more vanilla too as it kind of warms up and comes a little bit higher up to temperature and sits in the glass. The legs are stupid on this. Yeah. 
Like yeah, they 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 run for days. And color super dark. I foresee myself probably going back there. Oh oh, it's like don't don't don't. Oh no, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna not gonna tease the score yet. But I'm probably gonna go back this week and see if they have another couple bottles at that price too. Yeah, I'm maybe. I mean, I definitely it's weird. I smell more berry on the nose. Uh, with that, I still I mean. I still get a hint of licorice, not because clove is a little bit like when I smell a clove, like that would be wouldn't be as like similar. But I, get, I, get I think I think I, I think I can like once you said red apple, yeah, and like talking about the tartness, the crispness, yeah, I can definitely taste that a little bit. Like I can almost picture what a red delicious like right? taste in my in my mind. Are we getting better? I don't know, <laughs> but like before, and I was just like, oh, like I can't remember the last time, but like you said that, and I took a sip, and I was just like. Yeah, like I think I, I think I can. He's, he's right. Oh my god, he's he's inside my mind. But uh, uh, yeah, I think without without giving a number, I think this can probably safely say this is the best one to date. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very excited. Uh, we'll see how it finishes out. Probably we're gonna we're gonna need to pour some more. Yeah. So we'll we'll get to that. But it is now time for our first ever. Most kissable face. Most kissable face. I'm so used to being angry. I know. And like full of visceral hatred. You just gotta... I gotta re... I gotta... Let the wine do the... Just put you in the the mood. Well, tell you what. I gotta reframe my one. We've got one right in, so that'll help you kind of just like... Yeah, Set the tone. So Jess writes in. She goes, Hey guys, love the romantic switch up to smoochable faces this week. Would love to plant a big one on the Egyptian king himself, Mo Salah. Whether he's clean-shaven, as seen in his beautiful wedding photo, or with a full beard, he's got just the cutest face in the game. Hugs and kisses, Jess. I was, I was like, have you ever seen Mo Salah's wedding photo? Yeah, it's weird. It's, I mean, he's just like, I was just like, damn. Yeah. Because, no. like, when he came, you know, like, again, like, he's not, like, a bad-looking dude, but he's got, like, you know, the hair's always, like, yeah. wild. He's got the beard, but, like, clean oh, shaven. Oh, no, he's, like, 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 outrageously handsome. Yeah, it is just, like, yeah. but, yeah, no, so, Jess, she she knows. She knows. She knows. She's, she, so, thank you, Jess. We appreciate it. Would you like me to? You go. All right. So, I went a couple different ways, and the first one I went with from a most kissable face was one that... Not that I was, I you know, personally from just, I found attractive or just like by standards, general standards is an attractive person, but one that has just elicited so much emotion that I, I just wanted to just plant one on to say thank you. And for that, my most kissable face is Divacarigi. <laughs> <laughs> going back, you, you might have seen it coming with. I mean, no, again, I'm actually surprised did by this. Not but... score many goals, but the two goals against Barcelona, the goal against Everton, the goal against Newcastle, the ceiling goal against Tottenham. They're just like some like that game against Barcelona is still just like I'll watch, I'll watch like the corner taken quickly, yep. and just like. Again, dude, it's just like, I'm going to just, the hair is just going to stick through the shirt. It's just like, I keep getting goosebumps. It is, it elicits such a romantic emotion. He is one that I, again, wanted so badly to stay. I still, I will go to my deathbed saying that the reason that we could not find a way to win the Champions League game against Real Madrid is because that season... He got injured in like the last before the last game of the season and was not an option to come off the bench in that game once we went one down. I It's on record now. I will it is on record and I will fight to the death that if he had come in, we would have found a way because the dude doesn't score many, but when he does, they are game changing goals. Sure, I cannot deny that. So cannot deny that. Now going from a purely aesthetics. Okay. And I'll start with I'll start with the female. I think the easy yeah. one. And Alex Morgan, I think, was an easy choice. I mean... She's beautiful. She's super talented. She plays for the US of A. And I think there that was an easy option. Now, Alex Morgan, I, I think, is like the the beautiful, the the one that you take home to mom. Oh, yeah. If you kind of want that one that... A little edgier? She plays for Aston Villa. 
Alicia Lehman. This is one oh. that... Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you... Well, yeah. I mean, I've got three layers on, but... Just might want to take one off. So... Get warm in here. But anyway, I'll stick... I mean, she's just kind of like an honorable mention, but Alex is the one you take home to meet mom, yeah. to meet grandma, and yeah. just... And then my male pick... Okay. Is... Olivier Giroux. Olivier Giroux? Go on. I mean... As far as like handsome men are concerned, he's a handsome Frenchman. I hey, he's just I I don't know. He, I think also like uh, outside of this, he's, I mean, flies under the radar. He's had an unbelievable career. He sure has. I mean, still going, but I just yeah, I think uh, Olivier Giroud, uh, as far as a male player, if I had to plant one on, he's and just purely on, you yeah, know, facial. fascinating, really. No, you know, do, do you not? No, I'm not surprised. He's um, no, he's 37. Not like the age matters, but I'm 30. Um, I'm 39. Yeah, you sure are. I always thought, and this is going to be weird. I always thought I had like a slight resemblance to him. Maybe well, now you've maybe, made it. <laughs> maybe it's the beak. Do you now want, you've made do you want to kiss me? Now you've made it weird. This is like no, maybe it's just when, maybe it's just the uh, maybe it's just the beak. This is like when George introduces Jerry to his girlfriend and Kramer goes, you look just like Jerry. <laughs> and then it goes down this weird... Sp- now you made it weird. I'm sorry, man. Not sorry. Yeah, so to circle back, I was rider wander writing. He's like, well, I don't know. Because like, I, I don't know many like girl players. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. If you want to freaking... Like, I don't care. Like, who do you... Who do you want to kiss or get kissed from? And I was like, well, hey, listen. Here's some... Here's some Female soccer players, like whatever. Like, you know, obviously, the Liverpool team, you watch enough soccer. And I showed him a picture of Alex Morgan and Hope Solo, and he was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, yeah, man. He's like, they're really, they're really pretty, Dad. I'm like, yeah, they, they are really pretty. They're also professional soccer players. You know, Hope Solo's B hole is on the internet. Was not aware. Yeah. Again, it's, we, I'm not like well versed in. No, I know. Noted. Anyway, noted. So, uh, so yeah. So Alex Morgan and Hope Solo. Yeah, good picks. Good, good. I mean, again, I'm, I'm interested to both, hear your picks. both classically beautiful. So my pick, I racked my brain about this, and me being you know the, the more emotional type, like I want Allison Becker to just like scoop me up in his arms and just cradle me like a child, and just like I feel like he has such like a comforting presence about him. Maybe it's like the goalkeeper thing where he, like he protects the net. That I just want to be like, everything's okay. And like, pick me up and just give me a... On the forehead and be like, ah, say goodnight. Or whatever that is in Portuguese. So yeah. There you go. That's, that's, that was my that, pick. That was literally it. Because I didn't know. Because I figured like, you might go with like, Klopp. You might go... I was just like, whatever. That just like, clicked with me. The idea no, that no, like... No, 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 I would, no. I would... Klopp is, for me, is a very father-son feel yeah. and maybe this is the thing with allison it's just like he see even though like i'm Don't pretty sure we're older than he is oh yeah it's well, just 100% like, are. he just has this like very like there's no way he's almost 40 i know dude i just i feel like he has this very like comforting paternal aspect to him that i'm just like huh yeah now if i'm going sheer looks yeah dominic Silversly. oh yeah or I mean David Beckham, but I want I want to be kissed on both cheeks by him and Posh at the same time. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much. Uh, so last good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure is very very handsome. Yeah, very handsome. Yeah, those are my uh, those are my picks. All right. I feel weird. I didn't get like anger out though. I liked it though. I mean, not to do it every. I'll episode. start crying. You want me to start talking about like? No. More moments in soccer. No. I'll just start openly weeping. No. So jamming up the audio good change of pace i think we learned something about both of us and some of our listeners as well so appreciate it but let's 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 close it out with what what our final thoughts of the wine is and the score i think we've we've kind of unless there's new tasting notes i don't think we need to rehash those so just i think your overall thoughts and score yeah, the only new tasting note I got as I just took like another sip as it kind of like warmed up a little bit, a lot more vanilla. My, like my last sip was like 
I got it. It definitely is drier than what we've consumed over the last eight episodes. Correct. With that being said, yeah. Candy apple. Candy apple. Okay. A little bit of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Could be the fact that we've been chugging this 14% (laughs) absolute fastball. (laughs) It is really, really good. I am going to highly recommend once folks listen to this, when you know, whenever it comes out, like buy it online. You can get it through Vivino. Uh, if you're in the Massachusetts area, find yourself a Vin Bin. You know, on Wednesday, find yourself a Sin Bin. That is vernacular for the bits. Land the plane. Sorry, it's awesome. I'm going high score. I'm going. 9.3 on this. Jesus Christ. Dude, I'm telling you, I would buy this. I'm going to buy you this again said, this but week. But that's like, that's set the bar like. It's, at least now we have a gauge. 9.3. 9.3. Mark it. So. Pick it, stick it. So I'm serious. I'm definitely a candy apple. Like that. Yeah. That sweet yeah, yeah. coated. Look at that caramel. No, not caramel. That's a caramel apple. A candy apple. It's the red one that you almost break your tooth on. What? You've never had a candy apple? It's the red. It's hard. No. Are you fucking serious? No. I've actually I've tried a caramel apple once and I hated it. I grew up I grew up next We're gonna to, circle back to that I grew offline. Up, I grew up next to an apple orchard. I was like a purist of the apple variety. I get apples whenever I want. I can't believe you never had a candy apple. Okay. Anyway, yeah, don't so Not you don't know what I'm talking about, but once you have a candy apple, it's there. I this is the best wine we've had, hands down. I'm just I kind of went back through my scores to kind of see what my baseline was. This is going to be my highest score. This is going to be my first score in the eights. Okay. I'm gonna give this an eight point four. It's a great score. Great 9. score. 9.3 is just It's awesome. I I Yeah. Hey, the heart wants what it wants. Which this is why yeah, we this do. This is a month of romance. Yeah, so, passion. It is desire. the month of romance, and to that, as we both given our score, uh, next episode, as we talk about the month of love, mm-hmm. sometimes things don't work out. They don't. So this next episode is going to be all about the one that got away, or the ones that got away, mm. and to that. So part of it is we're gonna. Gonna have to do some research. Okay. I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm probably gonna cry again. Is gonna be from a team perspective. Players that were part of a program, probably maybe a bigger club, most mm-hmm. likely a bigger club, that were sold because, you know, maybe they just didn't see the potential or they weren't and then business. Absolutely blew up. Okay. So that's gonna be one part of it. Okay. And then the other one is gonna be more of a personal perspective of from a fan. Players that okay coaches all right you know maybe that's when we give Klopp his due coaches players people who have left the club that you just you kind of like you just do the <laughs> the dumb and dumber goodbye my love <laughs> so that's going to be and we're gonna just do a second round of most kissable face are we yeah oh man yeah. we're gonna go different then yeah right 100%. you gotta yeah. Okay. Because we're just, we're in the month. I, I, we're, it doesn't feel right. We're doing everything about romance. It doesn't feel right to do the punchable face. Okay. So we're just going to do a second Unless, round again, it. it's like a consensual, like, violent thing. Unless, like, that's like what you're, like, into. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what, that's, that's for, there's got to be a different podcast. For yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. So, yeah. So we're going to do a second round of it. I love Jess writing in, but we have listeners. They got to yeah. be other people. I, I would love to hear their opinions on who... And again, past players, mm-hmm. would t- you can talk in their prime. doesn't have to be if they're decrepit. Hey, they could be present. dead. Yeah. You want, that's like a... You wouldn't want to kiss them when they're dead. But we under, you unless you're, again, yeah, you unless know. you're into that thing. <laughs> yeah, 2024, no judgment. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to do another round of Most Kissable Face. And now that I've kind of, I've kind of hit the front runners, I'm, I'm really going to dig deep. So okay. I'm liking it. The wine that we're going to be drinking is the wine, the one that got away, the one... That my beloved wife, Jess... Baby, come back. <laughs> ...drank. Uh, we never got to do for episode two, so we are we found a place that has it, 
So Rye, read that wine out again officially, and hopefully nothing happens uh, for next episode. But this is going to be the one that got away. What is it? All right. It is the Cantele Salice Salentino. It is a DOC Reserva. Uh, it is a 2018 reserve. It is an Italian red. So we're going back to back Italian hey, wines. It's all about it's all about the passion, yeah. desire, romance, Spanish. I'm going to stop him right there <laughs> and say that we would love to keep going. But as always, via our review, we're officially out of wine and thus must put the final cork into today's episode. So we're just going to say, listen to us next time on another exciting episode of Vino Volley. Rye, take us out. I was going to go on a whole diatribe about Valentine's Day. No, I'm not going to do that. I won't do that. Get weird. Get weird with it. Listen, show the one you love a good time. Whatever that means. That's how you're No, I had it? way more planned, but then I got off my game and... Just read what's on the paper. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this uh, a little bit different Vino Volley. A little happier. A little more romantic. See you all next time. As always, remember to sip and soccer responsibly. We bid you a Freddy adieu.